I think it's best to go into every project anticipating that everything's going to be taken care of ahead of time. Mm -hmm. It's better. It's easier. I would argue it's more fun because you feel like you have more control over the final vision instead of hoping that it all works out in the end. Yeah. So rather than fix it in post, fix it in pre-production. Fix it in pre-production. Yeah. Welcome back to Unlocked, a show about growing your business through the power of video. My name is Dan West. I'm the owner and creative director at Blue Key Media. And today I'm joined by our very own Sophia Reed, creative producer at Blue Key Media. Thanks for joining us, Sophia. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sophia, l tell us a little bit about yourself and you know what you've been doing in video over your career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been working in video production for pretty much all my life. I'm an art kid, so it was kind of inevitable. I've um, been doing video production for about 10 years now. Uh, relatively recently joined the Blue Key crew, but settled yeah. right in. And I'm excited to do more creative work and exciting creative projects. Before this, uh, you were at WCCO producing and writing there. Um, and so tell us a little bit about that world and what it was like um, on more of the new side. Absolutely. Um, I started in broadcast. I started at the CW right out of college, and I was producing my own show there by the end of my time with uh, the CW, which was great. I moved on to working in news broadcast at WCCO, where I was producing segments and promotions and other, you know, small packages for local news, which was really exciting. I got to know way more about the Twin Cities than I ever did before, which was really, really great. But I also got in touch with a lot of other creative people, and it was a great environment to really bounce ideas off of each other yeah. and make these projects for ultimately the, the greater good. It was fun. Awesome. And now you're at Blue Key and working more on the commercial side, helping our nonprofit clients tell their stories, our industrial manufacturing com uh, companies tell their stories. So yeah. uh, today we're talking all about pre-production, the world that you live in. Yes. Uh, and we're talking about how to maximize pre-production and, and really make the best use of of uh, your time during pre-production to make the video a, a success. Yeah, absolutely. So give me a quick summary, like what is pre-production? What does it consist of? For sure. So pre-production is kind of the man behind the curtain. It's what all the work that goes into creating the final project and making sure everything goes smoothly. Um, that's smoothly for production and as well as post-production. Sometimes it's hard to remember how much needs to go into pre-production because there's so many elements later on that are going to rely on the foundational work that goes into it, like location scouting, budgeting, story development. Um, we can get into all the small little niche elements of it, but really pre-production is about building the strong foundation mm -hmm. and building logistical scheduling and planning that really makes the project run as well as possible. Yeah. There's kind of two different phases of pre-production, I like to think. It's the work that happens before you even start, I guess, doing the logistical elements of your video, uh, creating that foundation like you were talking about, and then getting into, okay, we know the video, we know the direction, the goal, all of that. Now let's figure out the logistics of schedules and locations and people involved. Yeah. So let's start at that beginning foundational part and tell us a little bit about um, 
about that? Like what is important uh, and, and how can people ensure that um, the, it, they're successful in creating a, a strong foundation for their video? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, most of what uh, pre-production and project development really comes down to is the bottom line, and that can be money. When you start to budget and start to find you know, ways to truly invest in video, uh, thinking about a price tag, of course, that's important. You know, that, that, that's a fair assumption, but you also want to think about what you want to get out of your investment, mm -hmm. and I would consider that a part of your budgeting as well. Um, are you looking for a call to action? Are you looking to drive sales? Mm -hmm. Are you looking to gain more uh, web traffic or social media engagement? That all contributes to that foundational building as well. Another part that really goes into that foundational building is finding the decision makers and the visionaries for this project. Once you know who is going to be giving their input and their feedback and who we're really wanting to satisfy with this end project is really important to establish early on. Yeah, that's a great point. I There's been a lot of times where we're working with people on a project and then some of those critical decision makers don't get brought in until like we're in the post-production phase and they're seeing the video for the first time. But you're right, it's important that all of the decision makers are involved in that, that initial kind of foundation setting stage so that there's alignment across the whole project. And I understand why clients might not want to bring in those decision makers early on. Sometimes it's vice presidents or marketing executives and you're working uh, below them to create a project that they'll approve on. Mm -hmm. So you want to bring them the best version of it possible. Right. It's completely understandable. But I also think that people in those positions also understand that there's a lot of work on the back end. Mm -hmm. And if anything, making sure that they're included early on will get you a project that better aligns with what vision they actually set out to to get. Yeah, agreed. And and to your point on, on budget and investment, I, I think that's really important is figuring out, okay, what do we want out of the video? Not just thinking about what are we putting into it? Because every single expense can be viewed as an investment uh, and should be view viewed as an investment. Um, otherwise, what's the point of creating video if, if you're not hoping to get anything out of it? So I think really figuring out what is that goal and what are we working towards lays the foundation for the the rest of the whole pre-production process and ultimately how the video turns out. So. Exactly, exactly. So uh, any other elements involved in that kind of foundation setting that will help with, you know, setting up the next stage of the logistics and coordinating all of those elements? Yeah, I would say that that's also a good time to start thinking about the true logistics of where this video might actually be living. Oh, yeah. um, that could contribute to what content we're uh, filming on production. It could contribute to how many deliverables we're going to mm -hmm. need on the back end. Um, it could even come down to formatting and making sure that we're filming vertically or horizontally. Yeah. So thinking about whether this is going to be an Instagram story or a Facebook post or a commercial or even um, a video podcast. Mm -hmm. You want to think about how this is going to be presented to the world and that directly could also affect the rest of your production. But that also leads you into the more fun elements of pre-production, which is what are we actually going to be filming? What yeah. are we actually going to do? <laughs> so, and one quick uh, point, I really like that. I really like that you made the point of uh, where is it going to be put? Because I mean, we just had an instance just a little bit ago with a client where um, 
We didn't start working on the social edits until the very end in post-production, uh, but had we talked more about it in the early stages during this foundation setting and knowing like, okay, this is exactly what these social edits are gonna do, it would have made a, a smoother process and um, it would have allowed us to be better prepared and maybe adjust you know, the voiceover when we were doing the initial recording uh, to set us up for success. So that, that was a great point, but... Tell us how you go about developing that story and starting doing all the logistics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as much as video production is kind of like high tech gear, you know, cameras, lights, all that fun stuff, it's also a lot of conversation. And during pre production, to really get that story development, you're going to be spending a lot of time between you and your crew, you and your team, uh, you and your company, really talking out your ideas and the concepts that you're looking to move forward with ultimately. Um, kind of like a big brainstorm, a professional brainstorm to really break down what story you want and how you want it delivered. This is a good time to start thinking about the direction of the project. When you're really working on developing the story, um, as good as it might be, you might want to shape how your messaging is based on the audience that you're really gearing it towards. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're doing uh, manufacturing recruitment for a new factory or, or um, a new department, whether you're looking for entry-level people or more executives, that could change your messaging. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for one or two positions to fill or if you're looking to fill an entire new sector of your business, you're looking for a huge swath of people. You're looking to attract all kinds of people from all kinds of different backgrounds, and that could also change your messaging. Mm -hmm. So when you're developing your story, those are aspects you want to keep in mind. Yeah, and one of the things that we do a lot to help develop that story is is pre-interviews. We do that a lot on more like story specific, whether it's a customer success story, um, if it's a nonprofit, you know, if we're going to be interviewing people, we, we'd pre-interview uh, those individuals to figure out the story. Um, or, you know, in the case of recruitment video, it's doing some pre-interviews with current employees to help shape that story. So talk to me a little bit more about how you go through that pre-interview process to further refine and develop the story and, and the components of, of the video. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the great things about pre-interviews is that it really just gives people a chance to warm up to the idea of even being on camera. And that comfortability and that a casual environment for it actually gives us a lot more information because people are saying all these little details that they might not think are important that mm. actually can really impact the way that we finalize this video's direction. Um, I personally, when we're doing, let's say, corporate, more corporate-sided things, um, talking to current employees gives us an idea of who would be a good fit, who's articulate, um, who's the most comfortable maybe in an interview environment or setting, and that can really help us find the best talent to put on screen. Yeah, because not every person's built for camera uh, and is going, some people might lock up and get super nervous uh, is the second you hit record. Uh, and so you're right, doing the pre-interviews can really figure out, you know, who the best people are to, to be representing, you know, the company or the organization or who's going to show best. Exactly. And, of course, we want to make sure that every person looks their best as well. So we're not going to just throw you out there and be like, hope you look good, yeah. hope it goes well. <laughs> we would never do that. Um, that also, in addition, helps on the uh, nonprofit side if we're going for a more story-driven aspect. Not only do we figure out, you know, who's articulate, who's comfortable, but then we also start to learn more about the actual story's direction. Mm. Um, there's 
three acts to any film, any story, any video, act one, act two, act three. And we can really talk to subjects when we're driving their story specifically about those phases in this narrative. Mm. And that'll help us shape storyboards and scripts and locations. It really helps to really have those pre-interviews and let people kind of info dump uh, whatever they can. Yeah, yeah. And and that that's a great point, you know, kind of moving into the next stages of pre-production is once the story's developed, then figuring out the storyboards, the shot list, the locations, and all of those nitty-gritty things. Exactly. That's when the logistics start coming in, right? Yeah. Exactly. And and how important are the logistics side and, and getting all of those things in order? You know, they're actually... I would argue the most important side. You can have this great vision, you know, you get through the ideation stage and you're like, oh, this is going to be so great. But where are we going to shoot it? Who's going to shoot it? Mm -hmm. How long is it going to take? Is it going to cost money to just get to and from the location? Those logistics can really sneak up on productions. And the sooner you can get those under control and tied up, the better everything's going to go. A lot of people don't realize... I mean, there's a lot of components that go into it. So a lot of people don't realize the amount of time it takes to to do all this. Some people come to us and think, you know, we can have a video filmed in a week. But the reality is, uh, you know, it takes multiple weeks or even months. I mean, how long does an average project take in that pre-production phase? And why is it important to spend the you know necessary time in, in pre-production at Russia? Yeah, absolutely. Every project's different. Um, you have to kind of tailor make each approach to whatever is given to you, whatever circumstances you're working within. I would say it would take about four to six weeks to really do justice for pre-production. Mm -hmm. um, that would include like we talked about budgeting, decision makers, all that stuff, but then also script writing, script revisions, location scouting, um, storyboarding. If we're hiring actors, those are auditions and casting and blocking, and all of these elements just take time. Mm -hmm. They take time because it's time inclusive, but it also takes time because we're scheduling many, many people. Um, when we look at Hollywood productions and we see those behind the scenes, there's all these little people in their little black outfits and their iced coffees. It kind of feels like they might not be doing a whole lot. They're not contributing a whole lot. But it takes so many bodies in so many places to really pull a full production together, big or small, whether you're working with Steven Spielberg's budget or your small business's budget. It's going to take all these different elements and tying all those people into this production just takes time. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. There's, uh, if you think about Hollywood movies, I mean, very different than what we're creating, maybe more on the corporate nonprofit side. But I mean, think about the years that go into producing a 90 minute film mm -hmm. and all of the work that leads up to before they even, you know, start filming. Um, you know, people, it, you can translate that down to the level that we're working at. It's still going to take, you know, a significant amount of time to get things in order, right? It's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. So. Movie magic's not real. As much <laughs> as we hope it was, it's just not. Which uh, brings me to another point. Um, you know, is fix it in post a good mentality? Oh, 
I have to say no. <laughs> Sometimes it's easy to rely on post-production, especially when you have reliable editors and animators and graphic designers who can really fix, you know, some blemishes that you might have accumulated along the way, which is fine. It's exactly what those people are there for. But I think it's best to go into every project anticipating that everything's going to be taken care of ahead of time. Mm -hmm. It's better. It's easier. I would argue it's more fun because you feel like you have more control over the final vision instead of hoping that it all works out in the end. Yeah. So rather than fix it in post, fix it in pre-production. Fix it in pre-production. Yeah. And and you know one of the the great things when you do have that mentality that you're just talking about, um, I mean you're able to make much more intentional decisions. And I think a lot of video suffers from unintentionality and people just showing up and hoping for the best being like, okay, I hope it's going to turn out. I hope the story is going to be there. It's, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to rush through uh, a customer success story on the pre-production side. Cause you just think, all right, we're just going to show up. We're going to interview them and we're going to get the story and then we're going to make something out of it. Um, but if you can go in with that intentionality of, you know, all the steps that you just talked about and what you do in your role of pre-interviews and organizing that and what are the locations that are relevant to that individual and, you know, what can we do to tell that story uh, and, and film it in intentional ways. Um, I mean, that's that's the beauty of pre-production. Yeah, I would argue that's one of the most important parts of pre-production is being very intentional about how you want to approach this project. If you can think of every single detail that you want showcased, it's going to turn out well if you give it the time and the thought. And that's what pre-production is there for. It gives you the space to breathe so that you're not making all these decisions once the cameras are already rolling. Mm -hmm. Well, as we're kind of beginning to wrap up this podcast episode, uh, let's just talk about what makes for a great partner um, and, and what creates good collaboration between uh, someone's video company and the client. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's like a I would say three or four things that would really make a strong pre-production uh, relationship between a production company and their client. Um, the first one is really gathering as much information as you can on the client's end as early as possible before you even bring in a video production company. Um, if you want to think about it, it's kind of like making a cake. <laughs> um, you want to get all of your ingredients together as soon as possible so then when you bring it to us, the bakers, we're able to produce what we can based on everything you've already given us. Mm -hmm. If you send us out there to go find the eggs and the milk ourselves, we might not find the right brand. Um, we might not know all these little details that are important to you. So if you can collect as much ahead of time, it makes our jobs easier. Mm -hmm. um, this can come down to, uh, like we were talking about pre-interviews, who you want to interview, where you want to interview, what's available. That's all great. But then there's also other elements like what's your graphics package? Can you get a hold of your logos right now instead of waiting down the line? Tell, tell us a little bit about graphics package. Like what does that consist of and why is that important? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So your graphics package is really all of the visual elements that go into your brand. Um, so it's logos, it's color schemes, it's design instructions. Um if you think about Facebook, their branding package is probably a lot of blue squares, a lot of white Fs, things like that. So you really want to make sure that you reach out to your graphics department or whoever creates your creative elements um, and have them assemble PNG files or Illustrator files. These are things that are personally for me over my head. <laughs> I'm not a graphic designer, but I know how important these elements are. And I know that your graphics design team also knows how important those elements are. So if you just reach out to them early, they'll know what you're talking about. 
you just got to make sure they give them the time to get it to you. Yeah, and it makes pre-production much smoother because then we're not like, okay, we're waiting to be able to put the right logo in the video, and uh, we don't know the font that needs to be used, and so it can it can make all of that much smoother. Yeah, I mean, recently worked on a project where it was a nonprofit, and um, they had a lot of community partners, which is great, um, but we wanted to make sure we recognized all those people, so we had to actually go and find the logos for all of these different organizations that contributed to this greater organization. Um, it's possible, it's doable, but if I'm sure if we had given them more time, we would have been able to get it without any hassle and without any stress. Yeah. And yeah. then in addition to uh, collecting uh, graphics packages, supplemental photos and supplemental videos are great to get going early on. Mm -hmm. Everyone having a phone, everyone having a camera, there's probably so much content out there that you're not even aware of for your business yeah. and organization. And asking people to send in photos or pictures, clients, employees, that all is great to do as early as possible. Mm -hmm. So big things are communication and then just getting as much information beforehand as early as possible so that there are no hiccups as we actually get into the the weeds of it all. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Sophia, I really appreciate you taking the time today to talk us through the pre-production process and what uh, our listeners can do to make that a more smooth process so that their video is set up for success. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every little thing helps, so I hope some of these tips will get you guys going for your... Uh your next project. Awesome. Well, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into this episode of Unlocked. Also, if you don't follow us on social media, you can find us on all the social media platforms at Blue Key Media. Uh, and also subscribe to our new newsletter uh, at our website because every single month we're releasing tips and uh, tricks on how to create better video for your business. So thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>